Hello? Are we on the air? Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we ask not what's in your head, but what your head is in. Prepare to be inspired. Inspired to change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Willpower doesn't work, people. If you truly want to move away from stress and anxiety, you have to start with your environment. With your environment. So let's go. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Happiness is loading. Is loading. Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast. Hello, I am your host, Ian Highfield, and on today's show, we have someone who is very much like all the guests we have on the Beyond the Mind podcast, a lifelong learner with big goals. He's a man of many talents, including coaching, motivational speaking, consulting, and he says his mission in life is to improve others' lives. I follow his journey on social media, and I've been in a room with him a couple of times, and on both occasions, he just lit that room up and energized me. And I want you to have the chance the Beyond the Mind podcast audience to be inspired and feel the same energy I felt when I was in the room with this guy. Uh, I've seen him on videos present to school classrooms and providing online education to his clients and ultimately the future of the world. And man, just like when I was in the room with him, he brings it, he lights it up. So if you want to be energized, listen on and hear what my boy Gavin Flo has to say about his journey and inspiring others. Let's check out the conversation. Gavin, how are you, sir? What what have you been up to? Man, what's going on, Ian? A little bit of everything, man. You know, this quarantine's got me making a lot of TikToks, making, <laughs> doing a lot of reading. Uh, I've been running a lot, you know, just still trying to get it in, still trying to push a little bit of weight, baby. Awesome, man. Well, I think... Uh, one of the reasons I wanted you on this uh, podcast was because my um, level of TikTok versus your level of TikTok is, uh, is incomparable. So I uh, <laughs> definitely need some tips. But um, before we go into that, you know, I've, I've told the listeners uh, a little bit about yourself. Um, very, very motivational guy, very inspirational guy, um, coaching and your energy and passion it just transcends um a lot of what i've ever seen before and i've watched a lot of this stuff so i'm very interested and i hope the listeners would be very interested in hearing where all this energy passion and motivation comes from so if you can just take a couple of minutes just to tell us you know who you are what you do and just a little bit about your journey that would be awesome absolutely well my name is gavin flotilla parker from Richmond, Virginia. I'm about 27 years old. And essentially, I'm the guy who um, can command a room, man. I've just been very fortunate, um, very lucky to have a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of happiness. And I essentially, I'm a golf instructor. 
Um, I get paid to teach golf, but on the side, I'm also the guy who gets invited to speak at like commencement speeches. I speak at schools. I speak at Jewish community centers. I, I, I speak to sales teams. I speak to my club. I, 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 any opportunity to speak in front of anyone, I can do it. And I just love doing that, man. Um, I, I guess you can say I'm the type of guy who can motivate someone, but more importantly, I, I just kind of feel like I'm the guy who, um, just wants to make a difference in someone else's life. You know, I, I, I really feel like I'm here for others and I'm, I'm here to, I'm here to share my gifts and here to share laughter and smile and just the secret of happiness, baby. Awesome, man. So look, where does that come from? Because I, I know for me, um, we, we have very similar traits and, and personalities and, and belief. And I think that's why we connected. And, and I know that when I was 15, 16, 17, going through that awkward phase of life, no one ever really taught me about goal setting or motivation or growth mindset or process focus. And I, I, I missed a window there to apply these skills so young. So my motivation is I want to be the friend that I needed when I was 15 and 16, because once I started to fail at, at collegiate level rugby and then uh, collegiate academics, etc., the world became kind of a confusing place. And I was, a, I was a bit lost. So I know where my motivation comes from, but man, when I see some of your speeches that you give and the energy when you go into schools and the talks, where does it come from? Where, where is that energy? T tell us a little bit about your journey, how you grew up, and then you know, what, what sparked this motivation in you? Yeah, absolutely. So I will tell you, one, it took a village, man. I, I remember some of my earliest memories of just being around my parents' friends and my grandparents and my aunts and my cousins. And at a very early age, I remember like being in a private school and we had to stand out and like sing at um, like hospitals, man, like old folks homes, retirement centers. And we were doing that like five, six years old. And then I've always known that I've kind of like being the center of attention or like people noticing me. So I got asked to kind of do like leads, vocals and things like that. And I play piano. Um, and then when I turned about 11 years old, my dad had me become a soccer referee where I was, you know, tasked to officiate soccer games. You know, that can never be easy. And I kind of like blowing my, my, um, my, my whistle there pretty loudly, man. And this kind of led, led to just always kind of being out in front of people and, and being noticed and kind of realized that I have a little bit of a gift with the gab. And that just led to me never just wanting to be average, man, like refusing to be average. I think that's truly my biggest fear. My parents would always just instill with me, you know, you know, Gavin, don't always be yourself. Don't try to fit in. You're meant to stand out, man. Be different. Um, if you can walk up straight, no one can uh, ride your back, man. If you if you look like you have somewhere to go, no one can, um, you know, like 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 follow you. You know, I think my dad used to also always tell me, you know, Gavin's the difference from walking the path and knowing the path, man. So he says, as long as you just walk in that path and you know what's what's what's, what's true, and then what can you be honest and just be genuine to yourself, man. Great things will happen. And I mean, that led me to just realize, you know, that's um. I don't know, man. I think the best way I can put it in, and I think I've shared this with you a couple times, man, is like I remember, you know, if you ever play that old game like Pac-Man, man, like Pac-Man is a pretty sick game and a video game, but Pac-Man spends most of the game being chased by ghosts. And then every now and then when he hits a little corner in, you know, he starts eating some of those power pellets. And, you know, um, the whole dynamics of Pac-Man start to change. You know, he starts chasing the ghosts. Pac-Man starts feeling on. He feels energized. That's how I feel every day of my life. And I feel like I just have these power pellets. I have this gift. 
I have this strength that I'm meant to share with the, with the world and just to let, allow people it's okay to be yourself and okay to be comfortable. And that's the type of environment that I try to create and want to leave this place in the environment that, you know, hey, everyone in this world has something special as themselves. You're meant to be unique and stand out and just don't try to fit in. And it's amazing I can do this in this game of golf where I think you and I have met. But I think more importantly, we see this, 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 this energy and this, 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 this gif of these power pellets and what we can do to share them and just give everyone that opportunity to understand that, Hey, you, you have something special that no one else has and that's you. Awesome, man. So I, I love the analogy. I'm going to relate it back to this podcast. So as you know, from, from my sports coaching philosophy that I often believe the game does the teaching or the environments that we're exposed to do the teaching. I think too often as, as coaches, um, or perceived experts in certain areas, we want to instruct, and we believe that our words are going to do the. Our words are going to create positive change. But I've been a huge believer over the last decade that the games do the teaching, the environments that we build and expose athletes to do the teaching. So, going back to your story. Was your how influential was that family environment? Because, oh man, like the fact that you just said the environment that I grew up in, in is one hundred percent. Oh man, I want us to give all all the credit, but like a lot of the things they just gave me this ability to always feel like I was on man. Like they would always just like my parents would hype me up, my aunts would hype me up, my my grandparents would hype me up. They would have me feel and tell me stories that, you know, Gavin, no one can do you. It's you need to smile when the first time you walk into any room. That was always my dad's rule. He said, Gavin, you go into any room, you're always smiling, man. He goes, well, if you can smile, that allows people to realize that you're open, that you can that you can meet them, that you see them at their level. And then anytime my dad's second rule, that in and not even my dad's rule, but my mom's rule is like when you meet anyone new, you give them the attention that you give a baby that was like pulling on your feet. Like you give them everything in the world, even though you've never met them. You give them full full amount of your respect, all your uninvited attention, man. And I think this has been years that it's just, you know, just built on and built on and built on. So I can now see you that I am, I am ancestors. I'm generations of, of, of perfecting and tweaking and getting over how someone can become prepared and not just become the type of person who can make a difference, but also the type of person who studies and understands learning and knowledge and information and yearns for trying to be better than he was yesterday. And I can honestly say that's just been instilled as a Parker man and the, the flow of my life since I can, my earliest remembers is always going for excellence, man. And, you know, never, you know, trying to just live a life that, you know, that you'll be happy to do and, you know, just enjoy. So I think it was just my family values. My parents were always just would preach, you know, glass is always half full. And just they always would tell that to my sister and I. And just you know, there's amazing. And their friends would do that in my parents' careers and how they act and how they how other people treated them. It was just amazing, man. So I think it's not one thing. It's a combination of this environment that my parents gave me and having two parents in the same whole uh, household and just, you know, all the values that were still in me and my sister about being authentic, being genuine, um, having fun and having enjoyment and where that comes from and, you know, just being yourself. And that's, that's kind of what led me to where I am now. That's awesome, man. So, you know, ultimately it's, you're around all these people that are encouraging this behavior and it's a behavior at first because you're, you're obviously, you're only a child, but now it's become 
your personality and it's become habit. It's become the way that you live your life. And you know, man, I, I've been around you. Um, and, and I never think anyone's destined for greatness, but the, the energy that, that you have and the way that you can light up a room and how you are on your, your Instagram, it's just so infectious. And, and that's why I, I had to have you on it. And the, the, the second reason I had to have you on is because it does echo um, a lot of what, what I believe. You know, we talk on this podcast about willpower doesn't work. Absolutely. If you truly want to change your life, you have to change the environment you're exposed to. So imagine your six-year-old, seven-year-old self that's going to, that's getting all of this energy and power and amazing advice at home. And then they get, go into another environment and they're told, hey, sit down, shut up. Perhaps this person's got ADD. Let's give them a drug. Because that happens, man. That happens. And it, it stifles so much creativity and, and so much passion and so much energy. And I think it's so important that people like yourself are out there um, spreading positive change, um, putting these power pills into other people's environments. Um, Absolutely. I, I tease my mom all the time. I was like, I thank her so much for never putting me on magic me medication, man. And I, I probably need to apologize to every single person I went to school with from, <laughs> from kindergarten to eight till I graduated college because I am uh, working next to me. You would quickly get annoyed, but I, I thank my mom every day for not putting me on any type of medication and trying to control my energy or my, I definitely have ADHD to the max, man. So <laughs> I thank her all the time for not putting me on any medicine. But you know, it, it, look at what the environment did. You channeled it. It's energy, right? And it's been channeled into positive energy. It's been channeled into self-belief because absolutely people around you, the, the, the environment around you was there to bring the best out of you, not, not um, constrict you or, or, or as, uh, reduce your flow. And I'm not even relating that to your, to your name. You know, that's just... Right. You know, you, you are a guy that just appears to, to be in flow. And I, I just think, you know credit to your credit to everyone that's that's contributing to that you obviously um think very highly of them the way you talk about them what what i want to focus in on is we know you're this guy we know you want to inspire others influence others help people get these power pills if someone came to watch you speak or when you're ch talking to a sales team um or when you are coaching uh, or when you're at a school, I, I've, I, a couple of the talks that I've seen you give um, at school level, um, when you're in the classroom, they're just phenomenal, man. So if you could just share a little bit of what these talks entail and what your goal is, and then I guess, I guess how these kids leave the classroom, what do then they then action to keep this momentum? Because that's the key, and that that's the key for this podcast. So for this second half, just... Just roll with that, man. Just explain to everyone what it is that you do, how you create this energy, what, what you want for the kids that are listening and the salespeople that are listening. And then, dude, I really hope someone listens to this and reaches out to you. Yeah. Well, one, I want to say thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. But essentially, when I go to most of these schools, everyone always comes up to me and say, hey, Gavin, we want you to talk about how to be positive. You're just always so positive. You always have a smile on your face. You always seem like you're in a good mood. 
and they always want me to talk about this feeling of this energy that I get. And essentially, if you think about what energy is, energy is not created nor destroyed. So what I'm just allowed to do is just to tap into this energy and to allow people to understand, you know, how to become confident. And when I go to most of these schools, that's where I start. I start with this word confidence. And I let everyone know, whether it's a sales team, whether it's a school, whether it's, you know, it's a lesson or whether it's my clients, whether it's my members, is that confidence is not a, a goal for me. Confidence isn't a result. Confidence isn't a performance. Confidence is history. Confidence is right now. Confidence is the process. Confidence is the now. Confidence is the environment that you could create. Confidence is just a stain that you cannot wipe off. And confidence comes from the ability of doing things consistently. Yeah, I'm going to say that one more time for our viewers at home. You know what I'm saying? Confidence is the ability of doing things consistently. Confidence comes from hard work. Confidence comes from doing things day in and day out, whether they're good or whether they're bad. Confidence is just the sum of all the little things that go into doing your habits. And you said that earlier. So when I'm going into any room or any school, I want everyone to understand where confidence comes from and that it's a way of life. Confidence is now. Confidence is history. Confidence is a process. Um, there's a lot of things in this world that we can control. There's a lot of things in this world we cannot. And the things that we can control is one, being prepared, um, you know, having a little bit of effort, being on time, having a little enthusiasm, being yourself, giving a smile, being the first one to say hello. That's only the little things that I really do. And I don't really think there's something I have that most people don't have is the, I think what I just do and what I boil down to is I'm usually the first one that's going to say hello to you. Um, before COVID-19, I gave really good hand, <laughs> handshakes and high fives. So I'm going to have to get good, better with my finger guns or something. But I now think like anytime I go into a room, I just want people to know that, you know, be yourself. And this energy that I can give you, whether it's in my infectious smile or just my, my personality or just a good story, I try to keep good stories, man. But essentially, that, I think that's why people gravitate towards me because, you know, I'm just trying to give out good vibes and just be myself, man. I'm not trying to be somebody I am not. And I think that's my favorite thing about this is that, that that's the best thing we have is we live in this world where everyone's want to be, you know, everybody in this world's different and unique. No one else sounds like me. No one looks like me. No one can do what I can do. And the, the fact that if I could use my rareness to be unique and stand out, that's all that I'm really doing, man. And I want other people to fit in and not try to be like anyone else. You know, I, I, one of my favorite mentors is David Orr um, from Campbell University, Flastic Academy guy. And he would always say, Gavin, stop trying to be me, man. Be you. And it took me a little while to understand because I think I was emulating him just because of how he talked and how he walked and how he would coach. And I realized that's not me, Ian. And since I've been acting myself and starting to be more like Gavin Flo and just being and like – great things have just happened, man. So I kind of know I went to a little bit of a tangent off there. But essentially when I go to these schools, my goal is for everyone in this room to, one, be comfortable in their own skin, one, be willing to be different, to know that it's okay to be different, to know that they can be themselves – and I truly try to create happiness and joy, man. And I want everyone to know if I can exude the, the, the joy, I know that will create a happy environment or environment that people want to come and people want to be a part of. I am not here to, you know, uh, slow anyone's role, man. So if I can tell someone doesn't want to get it, I'm not going to push myself on them. I can't make anyone motivated. You know, you can only hopefully influence their motivations and get them to want to change their environment to form better habits or make better changes. But essentially, man, we all just need to know where your feelings come from and where your thoughts come from. And your feelings kind of create your thoughts. Your thoughts never create your feelings. 
Um, and, you know, just understand your feelings are always going to ebb and a flow, man. Some good things are going to come. And you just got to just relax and keep doing your thing and let, you know, um, just keep, keep, keep riding the wave, man. Just letting things flow. That's awesome, man. And, and, and look, for me, when we talk about this environment, when we talk about, you know, words don't, words don't necessarily have the impact. Um, that's because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Woo! I agree. I think one of my favorite things is like people never remember what you say, but they always remember how, they, how you make them feel. You, you know, I, I, I often wonder if someone without an English accent, uh, with a little less energy, um, and maybe a little less willing to fail than me did this podcast, it probably won't go down as well. They could say the exact same words, but you know, I, I, I tend to be high energy. I tend to be very expressive and I tend to really put effort into, into what it is that I'm saying. And I'm, and I'm, I like to think that actually I've, I've practiced it enough where I'm quite concise in what I say. Yep. Um, I think the same about you. When, when I watch your talks, it's not the words that's coming out your mouth. It's, it's the energy that you're putting into the environment. And then that kid's going to go home um, or that salesperson's going to go back to their wife and they're going to be supercharged. And then they might just change their behavior, which then has that butterfly effect. Bingo. Again, that's what I see, man. And, and we have to remember that, like, the person that you're speaking to, it multiplies. It multiplies. So, dude, I, I think what you do is um, so awesome. I just want it to get more and more and more exposure because obviously right now it's, it's more on a, a local level where you live and local schools. I would love more schools and, and more businesses to, to reach out and give you a stage to, uh, to share your your energy and ultimately change people's environments, change their mindset and, and then have positive change uh, on their life. Um, Absolutely, have, man. Thank you. Couple, no worries. I have a couple more things. Uh, Heck yeah. Before we, uh, just Let's before, get it. Just before we wrap up. Um, I ask everyone this okay. uh, that comes on the podcast that is a guest. Uh, three books that have majorly uh, impacted you? Because uh, no guest on this show is allowed if they haven't read at least three books. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I would say first one that had the biggest like hit on me, not gonna lie, would be um, The Alchemist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the Alchemist is phenomenal. Will um, Smith says that as well, by the way, so that's not a bad person to follow. Wow, I like that. Um, and then uh, Sahartha. I don't know that one. Sahartha. I read this book like senior year of high school, and it was just phenomenal, man. Essentially, it's like this, this guy, has, his name's Sahartha, but he's not the Buddha, but he comes in content with the Buddha. And just like how he lives his life is basically this guy was very noble, had all the wealth and everything and was in line to be super rich. And then eventually just gave up all that to just live the path, a noble path and become enlightened. And it's just all of his journeys of like, you know, being a poor, being a beggar, being um, oh. a salesman. It's just phenomenal. And it's just how he just comes in contact and just, it's, it's really cool. Cause this, I, this, 
It's, it's an amazing book. I have read that, but I didn't know that was the title of it. I haven't actually read the book. I've read the story. And, Got um, it. Yeah, it's, it's sick, and It's like, yeah. it's, it's some gems in there, bro. Like, I amazing. Can, it, it's crazy how you, you live so much in this world that we live in, and you and I tease each other about this all the time, about so many of us are, are taught to be so results-oriented. So that's kind of in your coaching. It's always like, you know, you know, um, what can, you know, once your players can do this, then they can do that, then they can play here. But essentially, this whole book is about just doing it for the sake of doing it because of, like, there's no means to an end. You're just doing it because you truly enjoy it and, like, how to live your life, never really seeking anything but letting things find you. And one of my favorite quotes from my dad would say, Gavin, you know, just let the game come to you. And anytime, man, like, you, it's so crazy I'm thinking of this now because we talk about willpower and my beginning steps of trying to become a golf coach or any a motivational speaker. My, I, I, I'll tell you a quick story. I know we're – I know i got to tell you one oh, more. No, no, keep rolling, man. It's Keep going. Yeah, but essentially, man, I've always wanted to be the guy to get invited to speak at a graduation speech. You know what I'm saying? Like, get a, you know, speak at a high school graduation. So I never forget, I'm kind of young, I'm like 27. And I told that to like my best friends, my two best friends in the entire world. And they literally looked at me and they're like, yo, Gavin, like, what qualifies you to speak at someone's graduation? And I was kind of like taken aback. I was like, dang, these are like my homies. And like, I was so taken aback. And I could tell you I was going to, you know, high schools, myself, and saying, hey, let me be your graduation speaker. And I quickly realized principals, and they were all kind of doing the same thing. So I said, okay, um, me wanting this so bad is not really happening. So then eventually I just started doing, like, parent orientations at my club where I would talk about habits or, you know, like you said, growth mindset or where confidence comes from or just basically stories. And then I would start getting some teachers from area high schools who would be like, hey, Gavin, can you come talk to my class? And I was like, okay, I'll talk to your class. And then I talked to more and more classes. And the next thing I know, I'm getting invited to talk to schools about um, their core values and, like, positivity. And then from there, that actually started assisting principals and vice principals and principals themselves were contacting me to speak at their schools. And this past year, I didn't get a high school's graduation in, but I did get their um, – they call it their baccalaureate. So this is the Sunday before they graduate where they all still meet. So this year I didn't get the graduation, but I know it's loading, man. So I know one day I'm going to get a high school graduation. But essentially it had me think about, you know, the reason we're talking about these books about, you know, the alchemist and, and the Sahartha book. But basically Sahartha was living his life not really seeking anything. You know, he didn't have this goal to, you know, get this job and then get another job where eventually, you know, when I my goal was at first to, speak at a graduation but then the more and more I wanted to get that and go to the next point that I wasn't getting that where when I took a step back and just spoke and let things come to me I started finding myself with more opportunities not just to speak at commencement speeches but then to actually talk to like sales teams at gyms and um to actually speak at CrossFit gyms and, and more seminars about children and just early child development and things like that it's been it's pretty cool so I then tell you I guess my last book that's been the biggest um, uh, I guess my biggest switch for me has been Atomic Habits by James Clear. I read this book in 2018 and it just transcended so many things and so many great habits. So now I am an avid reader, reader from reading this book and it's allowed me to become just the type of guy that calls his mom every day and gyms like five days a week and, you know, the type of guy who speaks in front of people for fun. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool, man. So I say those would be my three books. It would be Sahartha, Alchemist, and then The Atomic Habits. And then by reading The Atomic Habits, I've created a new habit that I am a reader. And right now I'm currently reading the Game of Thrones series. So that's been pretty cool.
Awesome, man. Well, to link it back around to the start, I, I think your home environment, your parents, your aunties, uncles, all of those people you're exposed to early on uh, created some atomic uh, habits in you uh, that have then fueled this. So, man, it, it, it's been awesome um, talking to you. Speaking of uh, environments, um, I'm trying to create a little bit of positive change during this crazy time regarding people's fitness. So, you know, you, you dropped it in there. You said the, the C word. And they say that when two CrossFitters are in a room together, or in this instance on a podcast, there's no way that they can't go more than 30 minutes without talking about CrossFit. <laughs> I think we did. It. I think we did. Um, but man, I, I want to invite you to the fitness challenge. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a CrossFitter like yourself. And again, I've, I've done a podcast on the, the power of the environmental influences when you walk into a CrossFit gym. Um, and I want, I want people that maybe aren't willing to take that leap to just feel a little bit of that. So I've set myself a fitness challenge of doing, uh, running over a hundred miles, doing over, um, 5,000 push-ups, 5,000 air squats, and 5,000 sit-ups during the month of May. Um, I've already invited you and you've agreed. Uh, have you figured out what your challenge is going to be yet? <laughs> I have, Ian. I have. So you did say the C word, my guy. CrossFit <laughs> is the, <laughs> you're not going to go there, baby. But <laughs> CrossFit has literally changed my life. So my goal for the month of May, is I want to accumulate 100 – oh, excuse me. I misspoke. I want to accumulate one mile that I'm on my hands. So my objective is 50 meters a day um, of just doing a handstand walk. And I hopefully by the end of May I can walk uh, the length of a mile, you know, through, by doing at least 50 meters a day. So my goal is to hit one mile but, but strictly on my hands. Not in one setting but just to accumulate a mile on my hands. Awesome, man. So at this juncture, I'll give you the opportunity to share your, your social media handles because um, I'll obviously be sharing it on my personal uh, and on my coaching uh, Instagram. But I know I, I saw you failing at the handstand walk. It couldn't have been any more than six weeks ago. And now yeah. I see you doing... 10, 12 meters without, without falling, man. So we can see, we can see the growth mindset personified there. We can see your, your drive, even again, habits, just these small skills of what you're trying to build at the gym. You're trying to do with, uh, excellence. Um, and, and before you give your handles, we're going to finish. I have a confession to make and you already noticed this, uh, the end of the podcast intro and the end of every text uh, I write, happiness is loading. Where did I steal that from? <laughs> sorry, can you say that one more time, Ian? I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um, at the end of every podcast, I write, uh, happiness is loading. Okay. Um, I just want you to uh, inform the viewers where I, uh, where I stole that from or adapted uh -huh. it from. Oh, man. I think you got it from one of your boys, Gavin Flo, man. One of my <laughs> biggest handles was, you know, excellence is loading. And excellence is always loading, you know. I think excellence is if we can get a little bit better every day. Happiness is loading. You know, I'm super flattered, man. You know what they say. Well, there we go. If you can just share with everyone your, um, 
your Instagram handle so people can follow you, can see your speeches, can see your uh, evolution in CrossFit over the next month, walking on your hands, can see your energy, your passion, your flow, just everything that, that you do. Um, if you can just share that so people can, can be infectious, uh, be infected by your energy, uh, it is infectious. And I want it to, to transcend and, and, you know, change people's environments and, and help spread positive change. So where, where can people contact you? I love it, Ian. Well, I just want to first give them a warning. The warning is if you do decide to follow me, you need to be wary that I am, uh, I, I ask that I'm always like this. This is not an act. You could ask Ian. <laughs> um, but you can follow any of my social media handles at Gavin Flow, G-A-V-I-N-F-L-O. And I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You know, whatever you have, Gavin Flow is the only place you'll see the power pellets. And you're going to get it going, baby. Awesome, man. Dude, I really appreciate your time. Um, we'll, we'll check in again soon. Uh, all the best. Keep up the awesome work. And uh, as you would say, man, excellence is loading. All right, baby. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Bye-bye. You've just taken a step forward to making a positive change in your life. That's right. You're one step closer to leaving frustration, stress, and anxiety behind. This was the Beyond the Mind podcast. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Into your world.